Welcome to episode 43 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, well, this is episode 43, and we're coming close to the summer's end of all summer blockbuster movies. I mean, well, actually, yeah. it's over. I mean, basically, fall happens in, what, three weeks? Um, actually, it doesn't ever <laughs> feel like fall here uh, until, like, November. Um, it's not like back uh, back in Jersey where you actually start feeling it around <laughs> now, but... <clears throat> Anyway, so none of the summer, all of the summer blockbusters, uh, blockbusters were over, and we're probably going to go over those, you know, at the end of the year, and we'll go through our top ten and stuff. And we're in this lull period before you know all the season premieres for yeah. TV shows come out. So this is our this is our first winging an episode, meaning we don't have shit <laughs> to talk about. But no, <laughs> this is like totally off the cuff. Yeah. So yeah, big time. <laughs> this is this is us. This is us, and this is the perfect, this is like awesome of why we love having our own show and running it, and nobody else has given us money, because there's no way you could ever walk into a producer's room and say, what do you got for this week, and be like, we ain't got shit, and we're going to record it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just like say you don't want money? (laughs) Well, it's like, well, we- we, I know know what you mean. (laughs) I mean, it'd be like, we'd like money, but we'd also like to do our own shit, so- Right, that's true. I mean, that was always the thing with us. When we started this, we'd say, no matter what happens, it, it'll always be in any contract that says we're not going to do anything to lie about your movie if it sucks. Right, totally. Yeah, No, don't sell out. Um, yeah, don't sell out, essentially. Like but, some uh, other people. Yeah. Uh, I know we I know we like write a bunch of news. I mean, that's what we do every day, right? We read, all, we read stuff about time. movies and TVs and... Anything, anything catch your eye today uh, that you read or, you know, um, one of the biggest things I, I kind of was reading about was um, uh, the notion that they're looking into, or, or the rumor is that they're looking into making um, the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child into like a trilogy. But when I read that, I was like, I don't think I, that sounds like a, like a fan excitement, like a, a wishful thinking kind of thing. Like I can see them doing a standalone movie, but I can't see him doing like a trilogy out of that particular story. Maybe a two-parter. I don't know, but no, that's long enough for just one movie. Like I read it like a movie um, or I pictured it as a movie mm-hmm. in my head. Cause you know, you picture the same, you picture, you know, Daniel Radcliffe and all those uh, actors and actresses as those people. But I pictured it as a movie and there's like, if you cut anything out, it, it would, or add everything in, it would still only be an hour. Like, <laughs> I think like the Hunger Games that had that problem too, where they, you know, split it into two parts, the ending one. And, and the first one was like, so goddamn boring. Yeah, it was. There was like so many things that could have been cut out. Well, I'm, I, I like the notion of a movie because you're right. It did play like a movie when I read it, even though it's a play, but, but the reason why it played like a movie is because it was essentially a script. It wasn't like a novel. So I could play that in my head like a movie. Um, there wasn't like a ton of like listen, going inside of Harry's head and all that stuff. It was all like a like a regular script. And so, you know, when someone mentioned like they should make this in a movie, I was like, well, yeah, of course, because you could you can't do a play like this for twenty years, like Cats or Lion King or anything like that. Like it's good for maybe three or four years and then it's done. And the other issue is not everybody can go see the play. I mean, it's already a year and a half booked. Like, when are you and I ever going to go see it? Unless they, you know, come over here and tour around and we get lucky and get $500 tickets, you know. 
or or somebody starts listening to the podcast and gives us money. Exactly. So if somebody goes, "Hey, we have two tickets for you to go to London and watch the play." Fuck the movie. I'll go, I'll go to London and watch it. Um, <laughs> but it could make a good movie in four or five years. I mean, people would go watch it. I, I guarantee it's it would be a huge, huge, huge money maker. Um, but you know, whatever. It's I mean, Harry Potter is like Star Wars at this point. If they waited a few years and tried to introduce reintroduce it, people would go watch it. I think, but. And I like the story. I thought the story was great. I mean, everybody out there, hopefully they listen to our podcast and the review of it. It was, it was a good story. And my favorite story of the Harry Potter, you know, this eight movies was Prisoner of Azkaban. So good time travel story. Um, but um, I don't know. What is there anything that, that caught your eye particularly this week? There was like little things here and there about Rogue One. Um, nothing like major. I read some, I read some article about, uh, um, about like eight things that DC might have like accidentally revealed or spoiled somehow, and I'm thinking like they didn't accidentally do anything. No, I mean I've never I've never seen like a comic book movie or a franchise like release so much information. Um, nothing really too big. I mean, um, the big news was like Stranger Things two was going to be. Um, oh yeah, was gonna was that greenlit? So, but that was kind of given. Like, you don't have a hit like that big and be like, all right, that's it. Unless you're like a British TV show. But, but do you um, think like I, I was thinking about it? I mean, I loved it. Um, but do you really think like it warrants a season two? Like, would I would think it would be like American Horror Story where they can change like it's different year to year. You know what I mean? Like different characters and whatnot. Um, not playing not the well, same actors, I, but like American Horror. Story. It was open ended. I mean that ending was open, open ended, or open, I should say, not open ended. Yeah. Um, I mean the the slugs come out of that person's um, person's the kid's mouth. So oh, right, right. Basically, the the um, the upside down has like crossed over. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they never closed it. They can always go back in there. Um, I don't know. Like I, I loved it as a standalone series. So when they said season two, I wasn't like everyone else jumping up and down, excited. I was like, all right, well, let's see what they can do. I mean, I've a lot of faith in those guys. They really kind of seem like they know what they're doing. So, and it's Netflix. We'll see. You know, it's a year away, so we'll see. Oh, uh, you know what? I just I just got reminded about what did pique my interest uh, this week. Um, relatively new, anyway, was um, all the stuff that's being released from the live action Beauty and the Beast looks fucking awesome. Oh, uh, I were, was it you that sent me the pick or? Uh, maybe I saw it online of the of Luminaire and uh, I can't remember yeah. the, the and Cogsworth and there's right and there's one of uh, there's one of uh, Cup or is it is it Cup is his name no uh, Chip is it the little the t- Chip right I think Cup is from a Transformer <laughs> uh, with a K um, yeah it was Chip and the 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 teapot uh, there's a picture out there too oh cool and it looks like it looks like what it would look like if if the furniture and all this other stuff were possessed or not possessed, but turn into, you know, transform. Yeah. Transform. yeah. It looks really, it looks really good. And, um, there's a sound clip of Emma, uh, Emma Watson and the guy who's playing beast. Uh, they're at a table read and he's reading as the beast. And like, if you close your eyes and try to picture like the feel they're going for the movie, it looks really badass. See, so I'm really looking forward for to that the, one. This is what's interesting to me. Okay. You you just said a little bit ago about DC how they just they don't accidentally drop things they just they're they just deliberately throw shit out there I mean like we saw Deathstroke which is like 
five fucking years away, but we saw Deathstroke and everyone's going crazy on the internet. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not crazy about this at all. I want some form of imagination. I want something, you know, I want to see, I want to go into a theater and be surprised by something. I don't want to see a bunch of stuff. So like, but you look at like Beauty and the Beast, which we've already seen this movie a thousand times yet for some reason, the excitement of that movie is, is like at a fever pitch right now. And they're doing very deliberate, very slow things that they're doing that are getting people more and more excited. They're not just like showing beast and bell running around, you know, doing stuff. Well, it's, 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 it's Disney, right? So, yeah. so I mean, Disney, Disney has the three big, they have, they have Marvel, they have star Wars, um, Pixar, and they have Pixar, and you barely ever get to see anything from any of those franchises. I mean, you barely saw anything for The Force Awakens until two weeks before its release. Right. Um, and then the second the movie hit, you saw everything, you know, like, so. And then, of course, like Marvel movies, you can't get much more shrouded in mystery than those things. Um, and they're deliberate with their stuff, too. And Pixar is notorious for not showing shit because it takes them four years to make a movie. Right. And that, um, yeah, I mean, can you imagine seeing like a bunch of stuff from Pixar four years out and going, Oh, cool. You know, it's, yeah. You know, like the, the good dinosaur was supposed to be like this other movie about a, a, a lizard or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they, they had that at like the D the, the Disney convention or something, I think a long time ago. I can't remember. I'm probably misquoting it, but, but it was, it was like a, a, a conference and somebody snuck a picture of it and shit like that. And, and, uh, you know, that's how that got out, but they didn't let that out because it ended up turning into something completely different, which was released as The Good Dinosaur. Um, and I think that happened with Inside Out, too, right? I think... Was it Inside Out? Yeah. Like, sh- it didn't turn into Inside Out, but it was like, it started as a different movie, and then and then what ended up happening was Inside Out took ground or precedent because they were moving faster than that movie. Right. And that other movie ended up turning into the good dinosaur or something like that. But I, I, there's, there's a reason why they don't release shit early. Right. Because you don't want to be like disappointed if they cancel it or something like that. You know, they, it takes time to develop things and they don't announce anything until they've got a solid story and some foundation going on there. You know, they've Pixar released, I mean, their biggest thing, like in D 23 last year, they were saying we're doing, you know, uh, God forbid cars three, but they're doing Incredibles two. that. I mean, once they said that I was like, damn, I'm good. That's awesome. And then, but they don't need to show me shit until that movie comes out. I'm just happy they're making it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I like the parts of the Caribbean movies. Um, I'm one of the very few and they said it's coming out next year. Haven't seen one picture, one footage, no nothing, but I know it's coming next year. That's all I need. I don't need to see 50,000 things, you know, to, you know, to get me excited about that movie. I just, I know it's Jack Sparrow. That's all I need. I'm good. If it's a sucky movie, you're actually excited. Are you excited for that movie or not? I really am. I, I, I am. I, I'm hoping, I mean, stranger tides to me felt like a cash grab and it just wasn't very good. So I'm really hoping that they do something different. They've had so much time. So I'm, I'm really hoping they, because they need to make up for that movie and for the third movie, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I wasn't a big I wasn't a big fan of the last one, the third one, or the second one. I, Basically, I only liked yeah, the first one. I, I liked I liked a lot of the second one. I, I did, and I've gone back and watched the first one many times, and I, I still like that too. But um, I just like that swashbuckling. They're the only ones that can get away with it. They can't make a pirate movie 
you know, they've tried. If somebody, if somebody finds a way to capture the fun and the adventure and the, the excitement with a good, like a uh, treasure story that like the black Pearl had, that's, that would be great because I don't know. I feel like there's more there, even though they've done four movies. I feel like they've like really shit on some of the good stories I could have taken. Like the first one was the the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. The second one was uh, Davy Jones, right? Mm-hmm. And wasn't was Stranger Tides? Um, it was with uh, Ian McShane as Blackbeard. Was that the fountain? Was that the Fountain of Youth? Yes, and that was really so, poor. It was just not. Yeah, not and good. I was like. Yeah, you think like, okay, you're going to get a pirate movie about the Fountain of Youth. I'm like, okay, well, there's something good there, and we definitely did not get that. Well, so. at the end of the third one, they have that map that supposedly shows you all where all the treasures are, like the big treasures of, you know. And then they, what do they do in the fourth movie? I think they, like, burn the map or it did something happen to it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you could have had that map could have, like, led you to other shit, you know, cool stuff. And – uh but whatever, you know. They just weren't good stories, you know. Like, the, like something. There's something. I mean, the first one wasn't like phenomenal, like the, the perfect movie, but it was still really fun and really good, and I enjoyed it a lot, which is why I went to go see the second one. Um, but when that one came out, I was like, this is not even close to like the real thing, or not the real thing, but like the um, the original. Yeah. Like really poorly done. The story was the worst part of it. Yeah, it was a like bummer. that was the absolute worst part of it. It was a bummer, but. Um... Oh, dude! Did you see the uh, Did you see the new Power Ranger suits? Like a closer yeah, look at them? actually, um, I'm actually weirdly excited about that movie. I don't know why. I, I was never like a really you know big I I know fan. why I am why I know why I am because um, because of that like and I know it has nothing to do with it nothing at all but I'm hoping they captured some of that. Remember that um, that like short film somebody made of the Power Rangers and it was like a really dark gritty somebody like, was like, killing all the power rangers off right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, but it was like only like it was like 12 minutes long with vander, vander I, yeah vanderbeek was in there the chick from um battlestar galactic was in there starbucks um yep starbucks was in there so so anyway so like I, i'm excited because of that and i'm hope and the way that the suits look right now it it, it looks like they're kind of going for that type of uh feel to it and like a grown-up version of power rangers because i mean if anybody's grown up in the 90s you saw at least you know, oh, yeah. one episode of power tons, rangers how I cheesy it was saw a ton of it you know i saw a ton of that yeah, I, it, so are you the, uh, are you the first movie was on the first movie was stars like this week and i i, I turned it on just because i had to watch i just wanted to see because of the, the the new one coming out and oh my god even the movie's just fucking terrible too yeah it's bad so are you saying are you thinking that based on that little short movie because that was like last year wasn't it like no it was i think it was a year and a half or two years ago um and do you think that like that sparked the interest of like hey let's let's do a a serious power range because that movie that show actually could use a serious update um just like you know i was hoping ninja turtles would do that too but they're trying to sell it to kids so that won't work but if they would just take a chance and make one of those properties darker where darker would work, but keep some of the humor and stuff in it. I think it could do really well and, and, and spark yeah. a new franchise, you know, but you basically like for the power Rangers though, you basically remove your entire core audience, right? If you actually went that darker route and made a PG 13 movie, mm-hmm. nobody 14 and up, I believe is watching the power. Rangers. No, no, <laughs> you know, I know I'm not. So but you, you um, got to make it gritty. You got to make it, 
interesting for people to go. And you also got to make you know it be really budget. good. Oh, there's no, there's no way you could do this. Low, like, okay. So I, again, I watched the, a little bit of the first minute, the original movie. Mm-hmm. And when you said low budget, I was picturing that first movie, go back and watch like the special effects in that movie and how fucking awful they are. Wow. If you give me, if you give me special effects, like in, you know, Godzilla or, um, Pacific Rim for this movie when they, you know, when they morph or whatever, I'm fucking there. Yes. Like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging the new suits, but I, you know, I was just thinking about when you said upgrading, um, like a, a story or some kind of thing that from the past that if they made it grittier, it would work. I was thinking Thundercats. Oh yeah, that would be, that's see that shit's right for the remaking too. I mean, I know that they're trying to make he man and I'm okay with that. Like I, I really would like to see a good, he-man story but the person that they they keep talking about getting that role is that kid from twilight and i hope to god they don't do it because like i thought he was terrible in that one movie i don't even remember was it hercules or some bullshit i i oh, i didn't even i, I didn't even watch i it. could barely even stand it i just i i like the guy but like he's not um main character material he just he's not anyway but um yeah, Thundercats and He-Man would be really super cool to make live action. Um, oddly enough, Transformers and GI Joe just did not do it for me at all. They just terrible, you know, movies and the people behind no, it, them. It doesn't. The the people who are writing or people who ended up putting the the, the film that were, that we saw clearly didn't understand the essence of the the two franchises no um they got, and i understand like it's a 80s cartoon but still there's something there that you could have done better they with just had little got. glimpses of stuff was good like i i still i love snake eyes and gi joe i i really dig ray park yeah. and i think he's such a badass but like he's like in the wrong movie you know he's you know that yeah but um what else? I, I I saw a lot of stuff recently this week on Jumanji remake, which I don't know how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a little interested in. I don't. I I like The Rock. So I do I'll, too. I'll like I will go see anything, anything he does. I just was just curious of like why. I mean, he's like remake. He's like what do you call it? Viagra for movies. They they when they need somebody to come in and revitalize a franchise, they they bring in The Rock. I mean, every single time they brought The Rock in, the franchise has gone up. You know, what um. Some woman was just cast for that movie uh, this week. Oh, it was the 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 lady who plays Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh right, uh, Karen. Karen, Karen Gilliam, Gillian. Gillian, or she was on Doctor Who with uh, Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they have Kevin Hart, Jack Black. I mean, it's a huge, it's an all star cast. And so I'm curious as to, I wonder if Jack Black's probably one of the characters in the game. I imagine, um, and The Rock is probably the main. That seems character. about right. Yeah. But that would be weird that he's doing Jumanji and like he he did uh what was he uh what does Arl Stein write uh, Goosebumps he was he was Arl Stein and Goosebumps I liked the Goosebumps movie I actually liked it I, I didn't think it was terrible I went to like twenty five minutes into it yeah I didn't finish it not that it was bad I just didn't finish well, it well when it's it starts out a little cheesy but then as it goes I kind of like the story and and if you read like I read a lot of the Goosebumps books years and years ago and and they brought a lot of those characters to life I thought it was really cool but. They, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like I liked some of the other things like the Spiderwick Chronicles and some other stuff that didn't translate as well from the books, but they were still, you know, pretty cool. Like I liked watching those, but um, I don't know. I, I should say Jumanji is a remake because I heard somewhere that it's a continuation. So like, 
you know, that would be good. That, I think that's a better idea than just remaking the whole damn thing. But um, it's a good way to like. Uh, it would be a good way also to pay homage to uh, Robin Williams by either mentioning his character or having some kind of flashback or something. Oh, totally. That would be cool. Or I wonder if they're actually going to go into the game at some point because you never see what's inside. You know, if you, when they when you get sucked. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. So you never get to see that. But um, what else? There was, dude. There was something I was reading this week. I, I'm trying to remember what it was. I, oh, it, somebody. Um, this company made a, uh, a superhero movie in Russia and it's like, I think it's called guardians and it's like really trippy. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but they've been playing it over and over on Facebook. I see it all the time. People keep sharing the video, but it's like, it's like these superheroes. Like there's like this bear, like with a machine gun shooting at something. I mean, like there's, they're really weird, like half beast, half man type superheroes. But if you get a chance, like look it up, look up Guardians on YouTube and watch the trailer, and you'd be like, "Whoa, that's pretty trippy." Um, I don't know if it's in English subtitles or not, but I don't know. It looks it looks super bear. cool. Did you just say half bear? Yeah, yeah. It's like half bear. It's like a bear head, and he's like a human body, like a buff body, and he's got like a machine gun. And he's like shooting it in the air. Like it's anytime I hear the words half bear, I think of half bear man pig from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even think of that. That's hysterical. I think about it all the time because I've never heard the words like "half bear" before, or something like that. And every time I hear it, like I always think of South Park. That's freaking funny, dude! <laughs> oh my god! Um, so I was watching. Uh, did you watch that show, Geeking Out? Have you seen it yet? It's on. No, I haven't. I'm kind of holding off on it and well, kind of see what it's the a little too. I mean, it's it's what you think it is. It's just basically a show, you know, every week where they. But the thing is, they get to do is um, besides talking about movies, is actually interview the people in the movie. So, which is cool because they. I just watched an episode where they interviewed the writers of Deadpool. And they told some really interesting stories that I thought was awesome. Um, and those guys are the ones that wrote Zombieland. So mm. they were saying on there that they're they're in the middle of writing Zombieland 2, which I'm totally stoked about. And everybody's going to come back. Um, but the other thing they were talking about, um, not necessarily on that show. I just brought that up. But um, they're knee deep in writing Deadpool 2. And it's supposed to film as early as like next year, like early next year. But I've been like reading all this stuff online and they keep talking about how they're casting for cable, but they haven't nailed it down yet. And all these people are online, like petitioning all these different actors, like, Oh, it should be John Hamm and it should be um, uh, this guy and this guy. And like, I guess that that one guy is petitioning pretty hard. Um, the guy from uh, avatar. Oh yeah. Um, I like that guy. He's in a he's in a movie right now that's like uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it like ninety one percent. It's a it's a horror movie called Don't Breathe, and I've heard some really good things about it, and I want to go see it. But I like. But he's always been like a side character. I don't know. I I I mean, he kind of looks the part, right? But I, I just don't see him as Cable for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why? I, I don't know. Like I don't know that character very well. But the person that I heard was on the short list was Kyle Chandler, which is the guy from Friday Night Lights. And I was like, what? Like, he doesn't look like he's – Cable looked like he's beefed out. He looks huge, right? 
So unless they're going to change yeah. that character a little bit, the the guy from Avatar kind of looks the part, but Kyle Chandler is like a really good actor. I like I've liked him in pretty much everything I've seen him in except for King Kong, but I like that guy and I I love that show Friday Night Lights. Like I've watched it from beginning to end, um, and it's fantastic. Such a good show. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like I I'm there. They have my money for Deadpool too. I mean. It's that's not an issue. I just hope that they nail who they get for for cable for sure. Um, you know, I've been watching a lot of recently. I don't know why I've been going back and watching like old shows that I've seen before instead of watching like new shit like I should be for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've been like I, I've I've been um, I've been binge watching Futurama. Oh, I'm God, on like the second shows. second to last season. Uh, it's I mean I've seen. I, I definitely have seen every single one of them because I remember every single one anytime it comes on, but I don't remember all the jokes. And somehow it got funnier, like <laughs> just like little things here and there, just so fucking funny. Like the jokes come so quick out of nowhere. I, I think you like you miss them the first time you watch oh, them, yeah. and then you watch it again, and you pick up on all these other different jokes. I don't know. I thought I thought. That show, that show has just a lot of layers. I mean, you do there, there, sometimes there's things happening in the background while, you know, dialogue's going on in the foreground. Like there's a lot of really cool, clever shit that they do on that show. I don't know. I kind of lost touch with it. Like once it was canceled the first time then it came back, I didn't want really watch any of the new shows, but I watched the four huge movies that they made that, which, Mm -hmm. which got the popularity back to bring the show back. But um, I, I didn't really – like once they brought it back, I didn't really watch it. And I heard through the grapevine people that love that show said it kind of went downhill a little bit. But they still said it was better than a lot of mm. shit on TV. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree because I'm on the new seasons. So I, I got to watch it for myself. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot because it also like, – you're at the point in time now in the, in the show where – all the all the developing stories are almost coming to an end as well. Oh. Well, that's just only like one developing story, which is uh, Leela and um, Fry. Right, so. Yeah. But I thought the way that the show, like, I don't know, if, did you watch this series or series or season finale? I have, I have not watched that last year yet. All right. Well, then I, I won't spoil it then. Okay, good. You got to go. It's an easy watch. It's like twenty two minutes. I'll go episode. binge it. I'll, I'll probably binge it but, from the uh, beginning, like you did. Though, like, I, I <laughs> my favorite character is Bender. I just, I love Bender so much, and I, and I, I really like because of Bender. I watch Adventure Time because I love Jake the Dog too. So you know, Joe, Joe DiMaggio is a very distinct. Uh, is name Joe DiMaggio, or is that a baseball player? Yep. Okay, so Joe, no, Joe DiMaggio is, yeah, something right. like that. Whatever. Dim- it's I'll just say DiMaggio. Yeah, he has such a distinct voice. I mean, he does so much shit, um, and he's he's awesome. But I love those two characters from different shows. But now I'll catch. I, I'll catch uh, I you. love. Um, I love. Yeah, I love Bender's definitely up there, but uh, it's John DiMaggio, by the way. John, um, it, okay. But I love I love Fry too. Fry is one of my favorites. So is Professor Farnsworth. Like everybody, everybody probably except for. Hmm. I like all the I characters. Don't even know. I think I think I do. I think all of them are pretty have their way to shine. But definitely the main characters are are Fry and Bender um, all the time. Wasn't the captain? Wasn't that one captain dude with the short tights? Wasn't that voiced by Phil Hartman? No, no, that was uh, still Billy West. He does, he does fry. Oh, Billy West. Um, okay, he basically sounds, he he sounds like he fucking sounds like yeah, Phil Hartman, dude. 
Man. Oh, he does a really good job doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not Phil Hartman, but it's it's him. And and then he he um, has his assistant Kiff, right? Or his his uh, is that his name? Kiff, the green alien dude. Yeah, Kiff. Oh Kiff, man, but I'm not sure. It's, I'm not guy. sure if it's Billy West. <laughs> he shits on that guy so bad. <laughs> for for a fact, I know Billy West does um does uh, Zap Brian again, the guy that you're talking yeah. about. Uh, he does Fry, which is just a younger version of his normal talking voice. Okay. And he does Professor Farnsworth. Holy shit. And he and he also does Zoidberg. Those are the no main way. ones that, I that he does. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I that's over half the cast. With him. <laughs> well, <laughs> I listened to a podcast with him, and, and he does like all the like, – I heard him do all the voices. Oh, my gosh. That's so freaking cool. That's so cool. Yeah, he's uh he's really he's pretty funny. Um yeah, I just love this show so much. There's not a lot of good like cartoons out like right now. Um I, I tried to keep watching the Batman. I, I miss like normal cart like adult type cartoons that yeah. kids can still kind of watch. Like I can't sit down and watch the family guy with the kids out. Um right. I can't watch uh I can watch The Simpsons, not a big deal. Future Elmer, I can watch. I can't watch South Park, <laughs> you know. Um, but I can watch like the uh, the DC stuff, and I was binge watching like the um, the Young Justice. Oh yeah, it's uh, so good. Seasons they're supposed to come back. Hopefully, they will. Um, I, I've just been like craving cartoons for some reason, like like cartoons that I can enjoy, whether they're um, whether it's like Zootopia or you know Young Justice or Futurama. I think you know, I like, think I've just been um, craving cartoons. Disney struck a deal with Netflix earlier this year, and I heard in September they've got like I think Zootopia is coming out on Netflix in September. I know I think all the Star Wars is coming out in September. Um, Net- I thought it was Stars. Uh, maybe, but I, th- I could Stars sworn- Stars still has that deal with Disney. Was it? Uh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, because I could. Swear- well, no, 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 like. Netflix. Well, yeah, it might too. it might be on Netflix too. Huh. No, it might be on Netflix too. But Stars has an exclusive deal with Disney. That's why The Force Awakens is coming out in September. Oh, maybe Stars. that's what it was. I thought it was Netflix. And if you look at if you look at their like on demand, all the stuff from Disney, like the major Disney movies, are there that you can that are. Oh, that's cool. Month, like Inside Out, like Inside Out was there. The Good Dinosaurs this month. Um, oh, Zootopia, I'm sure will be somewhere. And so is Finding Dory. Speaking of Netflix, isn't um. We'll have to do a review on it too, but uh, Luke Cage comes out at the end of this month. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to lose an entire weekend to record oh, that God. podcast. Like, I know, me Sunday too. Night. I love, I, I just love Marvel shows on Netflix. They're, I mean, I, I still love Jessica Jones. I mean, but that first season of Daredevil is still just fucking. I, I can go back and watch that over and over again. It's so good. Yeah, the second season kind of. I mean, I I still enjoyed it. If there was no first season, the second season would have been like awesome. Yeah, but um, there was just too much going on in that second season. Yeah, I think the only way you can bring Daredevil season three back is is after like the Defenders when shit goes down. So like they well, that's what they said. Have something else to talk yeah. about and do. Yeah. So what is it? Luke Cage now. Then it's Iron Fist, right? Yep. Then it's the Defenders. Then it's Daredevil three and Jessica Jones two. I think. Yeah. 
Man, that's a lot of fucking TV. Yeah. And you know what sucks is that I'll watch it in two days just to record the podcast, and then I got to wait another 364 days to fucking get another one. <laughs> well, in the meantime, like, I wait, like, I waited, like, six months before I watched, I went and watched season one of Daredevil all over again, and I haven't gone back and watched Jessica Jones yet, but it's it's ripe right now for me to, like, feel like watching it just slowly. I don't need to binge watch it, but... Um, I'm really looking forward to Luke Cage. I'm awful sure just watch that all day Saturday and Sunday. I'll be finished with it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to record that Sunday night so I can we can both finish that. That's a lot of TV. Yeah, actually, probably could start Thursday at midnight, huh? Because like, yeah, it's anyway. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I like that actor a lot. Um, Marvel's just killing it in casting. Um, oh, so Civil War comes out. I think digitally this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Blu-ray in a week or two after that. But um, I still can't get over like I was watching, I think some deleted scenes online and I still can't get over like them really. I mean, it was a ballsy move to put Black Panther in that movie, but it was like the best thing you could do because that they nailed it so good that now the anticipation for a Black Panther movie is just huge right now because that... Yeah, plus you don't need his origin story. That guy was amazing, dude. He was so good and just really um, just a good actor. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like, you know, who is this guy? This is crap. You know, just Spider-Man and Black Panther were, were my favorite parts of Civil War, for sure. And um, and now that they're you know the the, the cast they've released the cast and all that stuff for uh, Black Panther movie it's it's I cannot wait for that I think it's just going to be awesome like Infinity War sure okay I'm excited for that but I think I'm really excited for that Black Panther and and Thor Ragnarok um, as well but I'm I'm a little skeptical I'm still <laughs> but, I'm still wary of Thor yeah so we'll see and. I've read somewhere too that these these standalone movies of Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man are pretty much over. But I don't know, like if if they if they find a good story and they're making shit tons of money, I don't see why they wouldn't keep those going. But um, they're kind of moving, especially in. the Captain, especially the Captain America movies. Oh man, they're so good. I mean, those are my favorite movies um, out of the Marvel universe. I mean, look at like Iron Man one. Okay. Iron Man one is near perfect, but you look at Iron Man two and three, and then you look at Captain America two and three and you're like, Holy shit. There's a huge difference there. Like, yeah. Captain America movies are so fucking good. Like, like we've talked about before, they transcend what they are into, you know, something else, um, that anybody can go watch and be excited about. Well, my thinking, my thinking is based on for what you just said is that, because again, Civil War. There's another Civil War going on in the comic books yeah. with uh, Cap- Captain Marvel and Iron Man, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, if if all of the standalone movies for the core Avengers are done, you can take off now with Black Panther, Spider Man, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, all these other characters that you're now introducing, mm-hmm. and have them have their standalone movies, and then have them just come back in like big things like Civil War Two or some Secret other Wars. Like, major villain. Yeah. Yeah, Secret Wars, right? Exactly. You just have them come back for that, which is like now you're, and then and then you do the, then you do the whole cycle over again, right? And then you introduce like other characters, and by that time maybe you have the Fantastic Four back. 
or you have, well, you'll never probably get X-Men back, but you have the Fantastic Four. You have all, you know, them, those characters in. You can do your Sinister Six movie now that Mar- hopefully Marvel will have it. You know, it's like endless because there's so many comic book stories that they have. Yeah. And they, and then as long as they like slowly phase out the actors that they have now with Iron Man, like they've already introduced in the comics that it's a young girl. I mean, they, and Tony Stark is mentoring her, I think. Um, so they, there's so many different things that they can do. Um, and, and as long as the characters are interesting, we can slowly start to forget, you know, the characters they have now. We can be okay with, like, Robert Downey right. Jr. not being in every movie anymore and, you know, and all that stuff. Well, here's the best thing about, here's the best thing about the, this movie stuff, right, the, the comic book movie realm, is that you can pass the torch. And in comic book world, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like whenever they decide to kill off Chris Evans, Captain America, it's not a big deal that like Falcon takes over or the Winter Soldier takes over because that's already happened in the comic books. Right. And if they transition it well enough, like it'll be a smooth transition for people who don't read comic books. Um. So you know you could you could definitely and I'm wondering like how much they're working in tandem because it kind of almost feels like they are. When like Civil War two kind of came out, I was like, I wonder how much of this backstory they're playing into the movies right now to get Captain Marvel. Cause it's ironic that like uh, Kevin Feige said, like we're going to definitely do a, a black widow movie. And then all of a sudden Captain Marvel jumps in front right around right. the time civil war two is, is happening, you know, because to my knowledge, black widow doesn't pay, play a huge role in civil war two, but fucking Captain Marvel does, you know? So yeah, I'm kind of thinking there has to be some consequences in, in the infinity war. Somebody has to die. Like I read somewhere that the Avengers are no more. Like the after Civil War, the the movie, the Avengers aren't they broke apart. They're not the Avengers anymore. Like the team is disbanded. But when the bigger threat comes to Earth, Thanos, they're gonna have to like work together and to fight him. But they're not necessarily called the Avengers anymore. They're just kind of just a group of people that got together to fight this thing. And then maybe that's when they kill off Captain America or or Iron Man or they do something you know, in the first part of that movie, or there's consequences at the end when they defeat him, you know, something. Cause I've heard if like Avengers three and four are now two separate movies now, like they don't, they're not going to do a Thanos part one and part two movie anymore. So maybe, you know, Thanos comes in in the first part, you know, maybe they do a secret war in the second part. I don't know. So they've, they've really like changed some shit around where it's got everyone like guessing, like, what are they going to do now? You know? Um, you know what I've noticed? Um, the cartoons that Marvel puts out have direct correlation to the movies. So do you remember a while back when I was telling Unlike you that DC. I feel like I've seen? Well, yeah. Well, I'm okay with that because the movies suck. So, <laughs> but, but remember a while back I was telling you the, the Avengers cartoon that came out like before the movie, the TV show? Mm-hmm. It was Loki and it had something to do with like the invaders or whatever. The, I had seen that story before because I'd watched the cartoon. Yeah, they changed a few things here and there, but essentially that was the same story, which was really weird, right? And then uh, they started doing Ultron in the in the thing, and then lo and behold, Ultron becomes the main villain of the mm-hmm. the of the thing of the of the cartoon. And then I've already seen the Thanos conclusion in 
the Avengers movie, which I told you about. I don't know if on the podcast or not. I don't think we talked I told about you the podcast. They, they I don't know if up. you want to spoil that just in case that ends up being the, the story. Ba- basically. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see if I'm right. Right. So we'll, we'll be able to reference this back. So basically what happens in the cartoon. Spoiler, 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 Thanos, spoiler for cartoon. Okay, spoilers, right. Okay. Sorry. Spoilers, spoilers. So possible spoilers for Infinity War. Not sure. So. Right. Anyway, so what happens in the cartoon is that uh, together with the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos is completely too powerful to to defeat. And no matter what the Avengers do, they can't they can't touch this guy. So what they end up doing is actually playing towards Thanos's ego and saying that he could, instead of using all five stones, he uses one stone per Avenger, and each Avenger knows that which what the weakness of each stone is and which one they can counter better. So like the the one power stone or whatever i can't remember i'm just making this i'm paraphrasing right. and making this shit up at this point but basically like so the hulk says something to uh, thanos and uses a specific um stone against him and because of bruce banner always dealing with the the rage and the anger thanos can't control it but the hulk can so, um, and then there was like the reality gem where Captain America was always suspicious of everything. So it never worked on him. Like, so like one by one, they were able to defeat Thanos by defeating each stone individually instead of like an entire team. So again, if they follow the same like kind that. of thing, you know, the infinity war might end that way. I'm not sure we could be completely wrong. And if anybody's listening, might reference this back and say, you were so fucking wrong. <laughs> but so what's happening now, what's, yeah, exactly. What's happening now in, in the Avengers cartoon is they introduce uh, Kang, the Conqueror, um, oh. which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if that might go into also like the big, the big baddie in like the second tier Avengers that happened yeah. or the second version of the Avengers. Like Kang is that, uh, is that new, major villain other than Thanos like the Civil War 2 thing can happen in between just like the regular Civil War happened right. in this part of the Avengers right but then at the end you're going to fight Thanos and I was wondering if Kang was that thing at the very oh, end oh shit that's a really good possibility I didn't think about that that'd be pretty badass actually um, you guys yeah, you guys heard it here somebody exclusive. from the future exclusive from the future yeah <laughs> <laughs> Vic has just come back in time from the DeLorean with the DeLorean and Doc Brown and he has some Avenger news. Um, ah, that would be really interesting. Um, I know that they've defeated Thanos many different ways. Like one of the ways was really stupid. I think his daughter like ended up uh, grabbing, distracting, distracting him, him. or he like left his body to go fly around the universe, and she like, oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, grabbed the gauntlet Just and took it. tore it apart. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Like he was like, like he was like drunk David Hasselhoff, and he stole his hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Stole his hamburger. Shit. <laughs> that was the. Oh my god, that's still on YouTube, isn't it? Didn't his daughter like record him and put it oh, on? It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's the yeah. stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's horrible. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Here's a funny, switch. Though. Daddy's gonna throw up on you. That's the, that was the that's a, that's Thanos right there. <laughs> He's gonna get drunk. They should. Get yeah. In fact, you know what? Forget Josh Brolin. Just get David Hasselhoff to play Thanos. Drunk over there, like leaning on the gauntlet, and then she's just gonna come take it. Like he basically, like fills the gauntlet full of alcohol and drinks out of it. Yeah, like a Stein. <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, this is pretty anticlimactic." Yeah. He just got drunk, and she just stole the glove. <laughs> I want my money back. We won. <laughs> 
<laughs> we won. <laughs> I just picture. Do you remember in? Uh, do you remember that jump that they did in uh, Anchorman, the first one? Yes. Like when they're like, "Let's go buy suits." I just pictured all the Avengers doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> they should do that instead of the shawarma at the end. They should do that. Somebody, somebody, make a GIF of that and send it to us, please. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Um, there is something I, I had, um, I went back and watched um, the last two episodes of Game of Thrones again because they were so badass. Um, but there was a commercial. I didn't notice this, but at the beginning of Game of Thrones, there was like a commercial. I, I must have fasted forward through it when I watched it the last time, but they showed a. Um, a teaser for Westworld that oh, right, yeah. apparently J.J. Abrams and Christopher Nolan, I mean, huge names have been working on this apparently five or six years and it's now coming to HBO and people are going apeshit over it. it. It hasn't, I think it comes out next month in October. Yeah. So it's pretty badass. The whole story, that trailer, dude, I watched the trailer again. And I was like, fuck, they cracked the code. It's not like the movie. I mean, it's like the movie, but it's not, they like kind of, they flipped it, um, to make it not out through the eyes of the humans, but through the eyes of the robots. So I think it's just genius. It just, it looks amazing. Like the next, the new game of Thrones kind of thing, you know? Um, but with robots and the old Western and future shit and just, ugh. Like imagine like going to a, a futuristic fantasy island, but on the, in the old west, and you can like do whatever you want, you know. Right. That just that I'm I'm so down for that. I cannot wait. Oh, you know what? You know what I saw today, just by chance, going to Toys R Us. I saw um, the real Ghostbusters on DVD, the cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw it on DVD. I love that show when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. My favorite episode was the show was the you probably you might remember this because it was kind of traumatizing. It was the I forget who it actually was that went to an alternate dimension where it was they were the Ghostbusters were actually like human busters and they were chasing um, all of them around. They were actually like ghosts. Do you remember that or not? I, I kind of remember them going into the ghost containment unit to look for something. And they actually when they get out, when they leave a ghost, a really evil ghost they caught years prior escapes with them and they have to like go after it again. And it was like, it was a really nightmarish, like scary ghost too. I remember watching an episode going, shit, this is scary. Like that show, while it was funny and stuff, it was kind of freaky too. I mean, it was, well, our, I think our age played into that a lot. Yeah. Really well done though. I love that show. I haven't seen that show in a really long time. I'm wondering if it's like really bad. Like if you go back and watch, like we were talking about Thundercats, if you go back and watch Thundercats right now, it's really fucking cheesy. And I remember it being really badass, but it's so not. It's not, but <laughs> but I dare anyone to say Batman the Animated Series sucks. That show's fucking rad. Even okay, that's the twenty five years later, and it's I'm, still fucking good, man. If that was on Netflix, I would be watching that. Yeah, I know. I wish they would get their asses in gear and get. I mean, not that Netflix doesn't have anything to watch, but they really they need I to think put it, that show out. I think they used to have it, didn't they? Didn't they used they to. They might it? have. I mean, stuff comes that they have so much shit on there now that it's really hard to tell what's on there anymore. Like you have to go go to the search engine and just type it in and see what pops up because it's hard to find anything on there. Yeah, the new Apple TV version sucks too. You only get like twenty five. Yeah, it, for each it's category, just way too many things on there, um, and they keep adding. Like I, I check at the beginning of every month what's leaving Netflix and what's coming coming on, and um, if something's leaving that I really want to see, I go, oh, "Shit, I gotta watch this now before it's gone." 
So, um, but yeah, that is one Batman and the Animated Series. They need to get that on there. You're right. That should be a priority uh, because that show it, it's it's incre- it's so good. Um, and they and they had characters in there that I didn't really give two shits about that were really super good on that show. You know, like the Time King and and some of the other shit that they did on there was fantastic. Well, they basically used they basically updated Mister Freeze's entire oh, backstory, gave him a backstory. Actually, so amazing, so good. He didn't he didn't have a backstory before. No. Um, I don't think until that show. Yeah, and then they had to ruin it in Batman and Robin. But no, that was um that was good. And of course, Harley Quinn and um such a good show. I even like cared about Killer Croc too. I thought his story was pretty cool mm. because Clayface was good too. The first time you saw Clayface, I like that too. Yeah. Um, I just remember there was one where Batman like gets st- stuck with the circus or something like that. The freak show. Um, hmm. that was with killer croc in it. It was really good. Like they gave backstories to the villains and shit that were like really the super Superman good. one that came after that was good too. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty good. And I didn't hate Robin whenever they did Batman and Robin either. Yeah. He was pretty good. Uh, uh, even when he and even when he was Tim Drake in the later versions, yeah, it was like that was Batman good too. Family type stuff. Yeah, you um, know, we've talked about this. I mean, like if the the cartoon is better than the fucking movies, there's a problem. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I can't believe. Like I, I'm sorry, but like I know people are just going apeshit over Deathstroke and this and that, but I, I can't get excited for those things. I, I, I want to. If they made three really fucking good movies and they showed a picture of Deathstroke, I'd piss myself. I'd be rad. I can't wait to see that. But I just can't get excited for anything that they do anymore. I can't. And You're uh, jaded just like I am. I am. You know, and I saw that 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 trailer for Wonder Woman and, and I got a little excited and then and then thought, well, you know, I've been fucking, you know, let down before, so I just have to wait. Till that movie comes out, but I don't want to see any more. Well, footage. what did it for me was that letter. Remember that letter that came out? Oh, with the, that apparent like someone uh, that used Warner to Brothers work. Exec or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of like. I mean, the, when I read that, it didn't sound like a hate letter. It sounded like someone that was pretty sincere. That was like, look, you know, this is what's going on, and and blah blah blah. And it made. I mean, when you read that letter, it makes a ton of sense. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's something, some angry ex-employee made up. You know what I mean? It's like, like he got let go or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, here's the fucking deal. This is what happened. Like, I didn't want to say anything when I was working there because I love working there. But now that I'm not working there, this is the shit that happened. You guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, and apparently he held on to that letter for a really long time until some shit went down. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm releasing it, you know? So I tend to believe it, you know, it's not, and, and it's not like under the realm of like totally out of possibility. I mean, when you read it, you're like, I could see this happening. I mean, yeah, because the, 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 the evidence is right there in front of you, right? Like if somebody from, if somebody released a letter about like how shitty Marvel movies are, you'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. And the main gist, the, you know? the main gist of the letter is this. They're like, you're spending so much fucking money on these movies and they're not, good and people are losing their jobs people that doing the special effects and doing making the sets and doing all the people that make the thing work are losing their jobs because they're creating shit you know um for movies and i think suicide squad was probably the last straw for that guy is what i think sparked the letter what is it we got 
we've got about a year, a year and a half until Jeff Johns' real fingerprint gets put on this DCEU. Well, you can count Wonder Woman and Justice League out of it. They're they're fucked with those. Um, right. I think Batman would be the first one where he actually has his footprint on it. Yeah. Isn't he like helping Ben Affleck write the screenplay? Or? I think he, yeah. Yeah, he's helping him uh, write it and produce it. So, but um, but it's see, orig- it's an original story too. But on Ben Affleck's thing on his Instagram, he shows a thing of Deathstroke, and I'm like, Ben, what are you doing, dude? Why you should be the guy that says he to everybody. Probably was told to do that. Maybe, but I he's got a lot of clout. You say no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. I am going to make my movie, and I'm going to not show shit until. Six months before it comes out, I'll give you a trailer. You know, it's like, well, that was Deathstroke and Justice League, not Batman. I I don't know. I would read that article. I think I think he's teasing it as the Batman villain, but maybe he pops up in Justice League. I don't know because I thought I thought they're trying to get to Dark Side, so they're going to have like Steppenwolf and other villains and shit um, along the way. And I don't know. I thought it was for Justice League. I thought that that Deathstroke footage was for Justice League because, to my knowledge, they didn't even start production yet on Batman. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you could be right. But still, regardless, it's a year and a half away. And I can't get excited for anything that they do until – and the shitty thing about it is I'm going to spend money to go watch it regardless because I, I really do yeah. want it to be good. But I just don't have any faith in it in anything that they do anymore. And so it's like, well – but just have to see, you know, kind of what happens. And I mean, we've gone the rounds with this shit over and over and over again. And I, I've even gone into some forums, you know, I've seen people talk shit about DC, but with no real grounds, they just say like DC sucks. Marvel's awesome. And I'm just like, no, I mean, yeah, but this is why, you know? And so like, I'm typing stuff out and people are blasting me going like, you're a fucking Marvel fanboy. And I'm like, no, I like all this shit. I said, I'm, the reason why I'm so upset with DC is they don't take the time to um, develop the characters and also to bring what the real, the core of what those characters are. If you want to start a movie with a brooding Superman, but then develop him into the Superman we love, awesome, do it. But don't wait four fucking movies to do it. Do it within one movie. And then, you know, because he's, they still haven't gotten him right. You know, they still haven't gotten him right. right. And as much as I love Ben Affleck's Batman, I still, I don't think they should go to Justice League right now. They should do a standalone. They should do, they should build up to Justice League, you know, um, the way, I'm sorry, but the way Marvel has done it, you know, taking years to develop, you cannot get to Civil War without all the movies before it. You can't, you know, you, you wouldn't care as much. Um, well, it's it's a it's a race, right? DC took forever because they were so successful with the Dark Knight trilogy. In the same way, in the same breath as like how how successful and how much money the Dark Knight made for for Warner Brothers, it's also been their curse. I mean, think about all the things that have happened since the Dark Knight trilogy right, ended. Right, right. They took it took them what ten years to finish that tr- that franchise, right? About that, uh, right? Well, so in those ten years, two thousand five to two thousand and twelve, so pretty long time. Okay, so whatever, seven years, yeah. seven years or whatever. Regardless, in those seven years, Marvel built up all of their movies to get to Avengers. Right. You know what I mean? So so because Christopher Nolan had been so successful with Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, and he was so adamant that, like, this is just Bruce Wayne's story. This is just Batman's story. Right. 
He doesn't belong to a bigger universe. Yeah, they'll mention Metropolis, but you're not going to see Superman. You're not going to see Robin. You're not going to see any of these other characters. This is just a standalone thing, like a separate thing, like year one was for the like for Batman, uh, the novel. Yeah. And like the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, that, that stuff is like standalone outside of it. So because they took so long and they were so successful, like if you went to Warner Brothers and been like right after the Dark Knight, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker and you were like, hey, you need to fucking change the third movie around so that you can start introducing other characters for the Justice League. They'd look at you with like a fucking like you're retarded and just wave a giant like bank account number that that the Dark Knight has made all their money. Right. You know, like, there was no way they were going to veer off that ship. Right. Or steer away from that. So. So it helped Warner Brothers, but it really hurt them, too. I think so, too. Really hurt them. Um, but they could have done something else as far as like, you know, OK, so they did Man of Steel. They could have done The Flash or they could have done um, Aquaman or Wonder Woman or something like that in between. They, and then they can do the Batman movie should, came, should have came out this year. Um, but see, one of the biggest problems is Batman v. Super, it's called Batman versus Superman, right? And they fight for eight minutes total against each other. But it's a two and a half hour movie called Batman versus Superman. So you have eight minutes of fighting. I mean, that's that's it. So instead... Call it, you know, Batman, uh, the Night of God, you know, Gotham Knight, or some, I, I don't know, something, and then have Superman in it, you know, as far as like they, they kind of butt heads. And then in the next one, you, you do something else. And then the next movie you do, you get to Batman v Superman. And then the next one you do, you know what I mean? It's like they rush right to Batman v Superman. And I'm sorry, but I could care less than two shits about those two characters. And then when they fight, there's no real drama because the premise is so ridiculous of them fighting. And then the premise of them stop fighting is even more ridiculous. And then they're best friends. And then Superman dies. Spoiler alert. Spider Superman. Did you- <laughs> if you haven't watched it by now, fuck you. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm sorry, but like he he dies he dies for a week. He yeah. He is there's and that's the problem because now they're showing pictures of of a black suit. How how can I get excited about that when it's a year and a half away? Why don't you put the movie out? Like we all knew Superman's coming back, right? But why tease the black suit? Why not just show the movie and then he pops up in the black suit and you're like, oh fuck, that's awesome. No, let's show the black suit now. Let's let's tease it a year and a half away. So now there's literally nothing to be excited about, like at all. They could have done something so cool in in Man of Steel two, have Doomsday as the main villain or whatever, have him emotionally like he saves everyone's life by sacrificing his own, just like in the comic book. And he dies. And then, then in the next movie, like the Justice League movie or a Batman movie or whatever, Superman's not in it at all, except for Bizarro and the the Superboy and like all these other characters that have stepped in to take over for Superman and build that. I mean, I've always wanted to see that. And then, and then entitled Man of Steel three entitled it Superman Lives, and you'd be like, "Fuck yes!" You know that's the white cover. Oh, I can't wait to see this. But the thing is, the difference between DC and Marvel is Marvel pulls shit out of the comic books. They pull storylines. DC pulls images. Okay, and Marvel pulls images too, but. Very, I, I don't know, few and far in between. I think it's mostly storyline they pull out. So the images kind of go along with that. 
but like when you watch the DC movies, you just see vague, like little images of like, Oh shit, I saw that in a comic. That's pretty cool. But if you have a shitty story and shitty character development, who cares about the images? I, I don't care about the fighting. I don't care about, Oh, look at how much CGI we have in this fucking thing or how much fighting they have. Who cares? Superman dies. I don't care. I never liked Superman for the past two movies. You know, um, did you see the, um, did you see the animated Batman V Superman movie? That's like a short movie. Yeah, but it's way better. Like maybe like 60 minutes long. <clears throat> yeah. It has like Kevin Conroy in it. And uh, it was a Bruce, Bruce Tim, I think production. Yeah. yeah. They don't hate each other in it, but it is Batman. V Superman. Have those guys fucking make the movie. Why don't they do what Deadpool did? Like I heard Ryan Reynolds actually had to pay Fox to get the, or had to pay out of his own pocket to have the writers on set. But that's, that's so smart because those guys, you know, slept, ate shit Deadpool for years. And to have them not on the set to help you with your movie is retarded. Like having them on set was the best thing that that movie could have done because they could keep rewriting and change things and add things the way it's going. But when you have like, Sorry, someone turns in a script and Zack Snyder gets a hold of it and he puts his spin or his vision on it. It's it's just shit. And now the rumor is that he's not even going to come back for Justice League 2, which I, I really hope that's true. And I really hope he doesn't executive produce any more of these movies. He needs to be – he needs to go do passion projects and do other shit, you know, what he's good at. He needs to go back and do what he's good at. And um, I just don't – I it makes me feel bad for him because – I loved his first two or three movies so much. And, and then all his stuff that he's done afterward is not, it's like an M night Shyamalan. It's the same shit. It's like, I loved his first three movies so much. And then he just started making just bullshit, you know, um, man, it's, it's so, this is like the biggest thing besides Michael Bay. It's so infuriating to have somebody that you liked in the beginning. And now you don't like, because he's completely ruined you know, this universe, you can't give the keys, kids, keys of the kingdom to one guy for all this shit because he puts his tone on it. That's just so wrong. Um, did you see the, uh, speaking of Michael Bay, did you see the rumors of the new transformers movie that they actually casted like King Arthur? I fucking, I fucking hate like that, that movie with a passion <laughs> already. And it's not even made yet. <laughs> it's not even made yet. And I fucking hate that movie. Um, <clears throat> How ridiculous is that premise? I mean, they've already like gone back in time and showed yeah. dinosaur fucking, you know, stupid shit. And well, here, here's the thing. Let, let's preface this, okay. that, that, that there is, there actually is an episode of transformers where they go to the, to, to Camelot. And that does actually happen in the transformers series. But again, you're, you're pulling the wrong things from the show. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't pull that stuff out. Don't pull the don't pull the cheesiness out. Don't pull King Arthur out of you know Transformers. Like just because you know there's Devastator that's awesome in the cartoon doesn't mean you go put testicles on it. You idiot. That's this is you know, this like, is the brain the so called brain trust that they put together of all these like amazing writers that have written really cool shit. They put them all in a room and this is what they came up with. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime fighting King with King Arthur. I, I, well, if it's anything like if it's anything like the Dinobots, King Arthur will show up in like the last five minutes of the movie and not do much, and then just leave. I just, that'd be funny. That'd be funny as fuck if like if if uh, Optimus Prime is riding the back of King Arthur. <laughs> like, 
you know, just put uh, while we're at it, just put like, like uh, put Muhammad Ali in it. You know, young Cassius Clay yeah. fighting the robots in the in the ring. You know, why? Well, he fought Superman. Why not? I mean, I, I just, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, the only thing that was remote, <sighs> remotely kind of cool was the fact that they were thinking about putting uh, Twenty One Jump Street with Men in Black. I thought, yeah, I guess I could see that work if they do it right. But Transformers and fucking Camelot. Oh my god. Like this, just yeah. The cartoon, the cartoon was just as bad as how you think it's going to be in the movie. Oh no! See, some things just don't. If you go back and watch that episode, if you go back and watch that episode, it's so fucking bad. I don't want to. I don't even want to watch it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so like, just even when I have like a minor, um, possibility of something being cool, because when I read they were doing a brain brain trust or they were going to revamp it or whatever, I thought, well, if they can just keep Michael Bay away from the writer's room, they can might be able to come up with a really cool story and then have him do his action shit, you know, which he, he films good action, you know, except for the first movie where you don't know what robots, what, um, who's fighting, but well, that's why they slow it down every five minutes in the movies now. Yeah, they do. Why there's so much slow I know. motion. I, it's such bullshit. Um, you know what, you know, we, we got to end this podcast cause we're, we're talking about, we're talking about Michael Bay, Again, and uh, Zack Snyder, and it's pissing me off. Well, I can't. I, I can't. And <laughs> like, I can't. Not end the fact the that we're talking about it. Note. I can't do it. Um, well, not the fact that we're talking about it, but the fact that like those two piss me off. All right. Like with things well, that I love them. Like some of the things I love the most. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk about something good before we we sign off because I can't end on that All on right. that bullshit. But um, how excited are you for Rogue One right now? Compared to I'm, compared to like when you saw the first trailer back in April, oh, way more, way more. Okay. Um, the 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 new trailer, the new trailer felt like I don't even know. It felt like a, it felt more like Star Wars almost than mm. The Force Awakens somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe because it was like the old school stormtroopers and you know the at ats and and you know that in the time of you know the Star Destroyers and shit. So like it was more towards closer to what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Star Wars than Episode Seven. Does that make sense? Like, I would, don't get me wrong. I was really excited for Episode Seven. Like, I couldn't even put into words how excited I was when, right before the movie started. But something about Rogue One capturing, you know, the old school look and feel of uh, Star Wars just it was just awesome. Yeah, when I saw the first trailer, I remember I told you like how excited I was for that movie, and, and I was just like almost not quite in tears, but like pretty much like welling up. Cause I'm like, Holy shit. I saw things in there that I just loved. And you kind of didn't get that. But then in the second trailer, you sounded like way more excited for the, like, you're like, okay, like I'm comfortable now with this movie. It looks fucking awesome. Um, and it, they yeah. did a really a much better job on that second trailer for sure. Um, the, the, some of the visuals in that fucking thing, just like stormtroopers walking around in the, the blue ocean. I was like, what the hell is this? Like they did stuff that you've never, ever, ever seen before. Um, who mm-hmm. that dude pulls out a bazooka and shoots at hat in the face. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so badass. Or the, yeah. Why don't they do that in like empire or Jedi? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you just saw, like, do you remember, like, I remember watching, Return of the Jedi. And when Darth Vader throws his lightsaber at Luke, I was like, that's badass. Like I never thought I'd ever see anything like that, you know? And so, um, 
now in this movie, they're doing shit that I didn't think, you know, now that you have fresh eyes and you have fresh writers and people that love this stuff so much are creating shit that they've always wanted to see. And, and I love it, man. I mean, the diversity in that cast is amazing. Well, that's how, that's how Han Solo gets to use, um, Chewie's blaster rifle or, uh, crossbow rifle. Yes. Like JJ basically tells the story. He's like, well, I've never seen Han do that before. Why don't we do that? And that's like that's basically how they came up with it. Well, you and it was like one of the cooler things in the movie. Well, you said at best when Marvel is really at its best is when the other when other characters are using other characters' shit. You know, like oh, I love that. It is so cool when they're when they're bouncing off each other. You know, using their powers with each other, and and um, that shot at the end of uh, Age of Ultron where the three characters are shooting Ultron at the same time. I was like, fuck yes. That was so cool. Well, the beginning, the beginning part of Age of Ultron, where Thor and Captain America are just standing there, and uh, you know the those people are coming in a line, They're lining up, and, and he makes a yeah, and he just fucking just without saying a word, he just ducks behind the shield, and Thor just pounds the shield, and like they all just you know blow up or whatever. It's, it's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so good. I, they're killing it, and I I think Rogue One, if they just even little hints of that would be badass. But just the fact that they've got like Donnie Yen in there, I was like, whose idea was that? That was awesome. And he's like a total, like not a Jedi, but he's, but he believes in the, you know, he's a follower of the force and stuff like that, or believes in their ideals. I just, I love that. I mean, it's so smart. They've never done anything like that before. So, um, you know, they gave Finn the lightsaber in the other movie. He doesn't have force powers, but maybe he can wield the lightsaber, you know, I just, that shit just, that gets me excited, you know, doing shit. That's not the norm, you know, like, Hey, what if we did this thinking outside the box? So I, that movie, it was my number one pick at the beginning of the year. It's definitely still my number one. Like now it's solidified as my most anticipated movie of the year. So I'm excited for it. But anyway, on that note, force Friday is coming at the end of this month and I'm definitely going to go check it out. Cause I want to try to get a couple of the figures that I'm really excited about the black series figures, which is the only thing I really collect anymore. Um, but I saw the ad at or the AT ACT, I think they're calling it. It looks, it looks so cool, but 300 bucks, man, it's, that's pretty steep for me for, a, for, a, I got to see a video of it moving though. I got to see a video of it. Moving you can control it, it with is. your freaking phone, dude. I mean, that's so cool, but 300 bucks is that's probably why it's 300 bucks. Yeah. That's probably why. But uh, I think ever since Disney got a hold of shit, they really the prices have gone up on a lot of this stuff. But whatever, I'm I'm interested. The the elite. I don't, I just saw before we go. I just saw um, the new elite figures, the Rogue One elite figures, and they look pretty good. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested in that robot. I think it's the guy who is in Firefly does the voice of the of the robot. Oh uh, right. But uh, Adam something. Yeah, Alan Tudyk or I can't I can't never see Tudyk. Tudyk is what I think is what his last name is. Um yeah, it's super cool. But yeah, anyway, on that note, cannot wait for Rogue One. Force Friday is the end of this month. We got some good shit coming up. Um yeah, we're kind of in a in an interesting uh spot right now this time of year where there's not a lot of shit that's coming out movie wise, so we're changing it up a little bit. Anything you want to add? Nope. Sounds good, man. All right, folks. Well, that's Chew on This, episode 43, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, Chew on That. Later. <laughs>